Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the Making Money Simple podcast. This episode is going to be all about income protection and I'm joined by Katie from at PennyMix on social media. How are you doing this morning, Katie? I'm very well, Ryan. Yeah, thank you for, for having me on. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to our chat. Yeah, no, same here. And I would say to people who are just tuning in, even though um, income protection probably isn't something you may have heard of, I know for me particularly, maybe the same as you, Katie, a lot of my followers are in their 20s, so and like am I. So it's not something we're really thinking about at the moment, but I would encourage people to just listen just for these mm-hmm. 20 minutes and then essentially learn something new. And then maybe you can even implement a few of the things that Katie is going to teach us today, because I myself also know nothing about income protection pretty much. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be asking some basic beginner questions and Katie is going to be informing us all about income protection. But first, before we get into the discussion, of course, I've got a cringy joke <laughs> that I just wanted to share on income protection found it on google last night and it goes if i let myself get bitten by a vampire so i become immortal and only a wooden stake can kill me can i get a better rate on my life insurance <laughs> god that's awful yeah pretty, pretty bad but just break the ice this morning <laughs> hey we love, we love an icebreaker good job <laughs> okay so to get into i normally now would give a quick summary but as I mentioned, I don't really know very much about income protection. So the first thing I wanted to say, Katie, is what does that mean in layman's terms, income protection? Sure. Okay. So so income protection insurance is probably one of the lesser known insurance products. I think we, we've probably all heard of life insurance. We may have heard of critical illness insurance, but income protection is the one that tends to kind of be uh, be left out and, and and not really understood because it is it is a little bit more of a confusing product but to try and put it in really simple terms the way income protection insurance works is it it basically replaces your income if you ever fall ill or have an accident which means that you can't work and it's really as, as simple as that so if you uh, let's think about it say you uh, broke your leg which meant that you yeah. couldn't you couldn't do your job. Say you were a builder, couldn't do your job because you'd broken your leg. Income protection insurance would pay out a percentage of your income until you essentially get better. Um, is how it works in simple terms. Oh, okay, that's interesting because I this was actually a question I was going to ask later on, but I was under the impression, or I don't know why, maybe I assumed this, but it's more to do with old age. But you actually can, it could be advisable to get. Yeah. at any point in time, even yeah, if you're it, younger. It, it's definitely not not an old age product at all. It's it's actually, it's probably the most, I would say the most important kind of uh, protection insurance product for young people. So when you were saying, you know, you're, you're in your 20s and, and, you know, you wouldn't think about it at this time, actually, now is a great time to think about it. And we can, you know, maybe we can come on to that a little bit later if you want. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, 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 for all, it's for all ages, but, but definitely young people as well. Okay, no, that, that makes sense. That's completely new to me. And I'm very sorry for assuming that. No. And one thing I just wanted to quickly touch on that you mentioned, you said it's confusing, or mm. people find it confusing. Mm. Why is that? Is that just because the way that it's, obviously, it's not really, I guess, not marketed, but is that the way that it's, it's explained or the companies that do offer income protection aren't really out there? Well, why is it confusing? So it, it's because there are, there, there are loads of different 
things that you have to think about. So, so when you buy an income protection policy, you decide how much cover that you want to buy. So you either say, you know, I don't know, say you want to be paid a thousand pounds a month if you fall ill. So you choose your cover level, but you yeah. also have to choose you know, for how long you want to be covered for. So you might say, right, I only want to be covered for the next 20 years because that that over those 20 years, that's when my bills will be the highest. So I want to make sure that I can pay my bills over the next 20 years for, I'm making these numbers up as I go along, but yeah. you know what I mean? Um, so, so you say, okay, so I want to be covered for 20 years. I want a thousand pounds paid out each month. You also have to decide when you want your payments to start. So you know, norm- so for employed people, a lot, a, a lot of people will get sick pay from their employer. So if, if yeah. they go off work, they might get paid for, I don't know, it varies, right? But it could be three months that you get paid your salary for. Um, so with income protection insurance, really what you'd probably have it do is start paying out once your employer payments have stopped, because okay. that's when the drop is, right? So the reason it's it can be a bit confusing is because there are lots of lots of choices to make um, in actually building a, a policy that's right for you because everybody's completely different and there are loads of insurers out there and so with income protection insurance, I, I pretty much always say that the best the best way to buy a policy is to get professional financial advice because yeah. the advisor will get to understand your specific situation, you know, your your household income, other things like savings that you want to use, um, and all of that kind of stuff, and be able to recommend a product that's right for you and build you something that's that's very personalised. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that that makes sense. I, about the providers, actually, just coming onto that, yeah. I reckon. One question I've got, and probably the first question people listening might be thinking is, is it expensive to set up a policy? And then also, I know you said there's a lot of providers. Are they all essentially the same or are there ones that are better um, than others? Yeah, this is a really good question. There are loads of insurers out there and you've got, you've got, you know, the likes of, um, you've, you've probably heard of, you know, Legal in General and Aviva, yeah. the big insurers that we all know about, you've got them. You've also got lots of little insurers that you may not have ever heard of so you've got companies like um there's one called the exeter um you've got you've probably heard of lv but there are some smaller ones that are really they they all offer income protection um but the but some some of the smaller ones will offer products that are more suited to people who are in higher risk jobs and we can come on to this is where this is where it starts to get a bit detailed but if you're in a higher risk job um your income protection might be a little bit more expensive and there are more things to think about it so they might offer specific products for certain occupations for example so if you're a doctor or a teacher there are certain products for people like that but if you if you were an office worker if you're sat at a desk most of the day like I am you can normally go to one of the big insurers and and get a policy relatively easily they they work they work I I would say they work all in the same way, really. Um, The there are there are some small differences, um, and and that is really where a financial advisor can can really explain the nitty gritty and the and the the, those those detailed differences. But at a high level, that they're all pretty um, pretty similar. The the main difference is price. Yeah, and I was going to say so. In terms of the fee, is it paid? Would do you pay it monthly or yearly, and then? is it like a percentage of your salary like how would I guess yeah how expensive would it be mm. to take I know obviously it use it would depend on the time frame but it's like yeah. it's like a ballpark figure of 
maybe some, someone like me who's in their 20s, got a desk job. Uh, yeah, is there like a, a rough fee, like annually or percentage-wise that it would cost? Yeah, that's a really, really good question. And it's and it's a, it's a tricky question. So um, the way it works is you pay normally a monthly premium. It's, it's, you know how your car insurance works. You pay a, a normally a monthly or it could be annual premium, right? Yeah. It's, it's really similar. So you pay, you pay, say, a premium every single month and you pay that for the full time that you're covered for. Um, and that premium is calculated based on lots of things. But really, the, what the insurer is trying to work out is, okay, how likely is this person to claim? And if you're higher risk of claiming, you'll pay more, obviously. And if you're lower yeah. risk, you'll pay less, yeah. as with car insurance. Um, so it's not it's not really a percentage of your salary. It's not kind of like that. It will, it will be based on your age. So the younger you are, the cheaper it will be. And that is why it's a really great time if you're in your 20s to think about products like this, because oh, they'll okay. be really, they'll be so much more affordable because as we get older, the, the, the premiums really start to ramp up. And that, and that is because, you know, our health worsens as as we get older. And and also if you've had, you know, the older we are, the more likely we are to have health conditions. So if you're in your twenties, nice and healthy, you might be thinking, I'm never going to fall ill. I don't need this, this type of thing. Yeah. Don't, don't always assume that things can sadly happen and and bad luck does strike. Um, Look what we're going through right now. Right. Um, So um, yeah, it's, I think age uh, health is really important. Um, All of these things will feed into the premium. And as you said, how long you're covered for and how much cover you have as well. Um, But so it's, I can't really give you a, a figure, but what I would say is that most people are pretty surprised at actually how affordable it is. It's it's often much cheaper than people think it will be. That's that's good to hear. Um, and, and one more quick, yeah, thanks for explaining that, Katie. One more quick question I did have. Um, I was probably not directly similar, but with investing, for example, generally speaking, uh, like Vanguard, for example, one of the biggest um, like asset managers in the world have a very low fee. Yeah. When it comes to income protection and going to these insurers, do the bigger companies like legal in general generally have a lower fee for the average person? Um, and then the more niche companies, because they're more specialised, have a higher fee? Is that is that how it would work? Or am I wrong in saying that? No, it's a really, it's a good question. Um, it works a bit differently to how, I suppose, the, the platform fees and investing work. So with insurance, the way I always put it is you, you really do get what you pay for. So yeah. it's possible to get really cheap premiums. But with with that, um, you may not get as many kind of added perks with the policy. So let me give you an example. So some insurers offer they offer their core income protection policy, but then they also have various things to help you get back to work. So say you fell ill and you started claiming on your policy they'll have various things like counseling and rehabilitation services to help you get better so all of those things obviously have a cost um, and those will be built into the premium so you could go for really cheap income protection insurance and you'll get you'll get the bog standard cover or if actually you think I'd like a bit more of a you know comprehensive package of stuff I'd like some support services I'd like things like virtual GPs and I'd like all those added extras then you might be paying a little bit more, but it's 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 really up to you, I guess, to decide. You know, is it worth it to you ultimately? Yeah, no, thanks for explaining that. That does make sense. So then, coming on to how it sort of works in practice, then going back to that previous example where just say you was employed um, and you became quite ill, 
you've got three months paid leave from your employer yeah. um so then you're you've been off work for more than three months now and you have got income protection yeah so then from the third month onwards does that insurer then start paying your monthly salary yeah Exactly. So it starts, it starts paying whatever, whatever cover level you, you purchase. So say it was that thousand pound a month, it starts paying you that every month and it will pay you that amount, um, either until you've recovered and you've gone back to work or, uh, it will, um, or say your policy has ended, it will, it will stop paying, but, but it can basically pay out all the way up until retirement. If, I mean, let's hope nobody is ill for that long, but it does happen, but, but it would, it would pay, it would pay, pay you out until, until that point, until you stop working, which is a pretty, which is a pretty amazing feature, I think. Cause also I think with, with this product, it can be quite easy to think, oh, well, I've got an emergency fund. Like that's what that's there for. Right. But, if you think about our emergency funds, we only really build them with with that kind of three to six month expenses yeah, in that's mind, very true. right? And that will that that will disappear. And this this will quite this will surprise you, right? So, um, one of the insurers they always quote a stat where they say the average length of a claim on income protection on a, on their income protection policies is seven years. Oh, what? Yeah, that's the average bloody hell <laughs> yeah so it so it, it does happen and and look it doesn't you know when you're in your 20s you're, you're healthy and the chances of that are quite slim but it but it it can happen and you just think well what what would happen what would actually happen if you if you were ill and off work for seven years what the hell would you do yeah yeah um it's, especially i guess it's with so many cuts as well from the government over the last yeah. five years you, there's not much i guess disability benefits anymore either so if you no. essentially do go down that route where you're off work um yeah that's that's actually I didn't realize it'd be so long so so going back to how long how it works in practice then yeah just say then you were off work so you had the three months from your employer you then went back to work when you then sorry you were then off sick when you then go back to work does mm-hmm. the payment then stop immediately do you have to like let the insurer know that you're back to work and to stop paying you your yes. monthly income protection yeah exactly so so once you've returned you you you're insure. I mean you're sure your insurer will be working with you quite closely over the whole time because ultimately they they want to help you get better so they'll they'll know when you've gone back and they'll they'll stop the payments um and then you will you know you'll still be paying your your premiums or you start or potentially you've had a bit of a break but you you'll start paying your premiums again potentially and, and your cover will still be there and you can and then claim again is that is a really yeah. important point to be aware of yeah, I was going to say actually, so two things then. <laughs> One of them was once you then go back to work in that example after being off ill, would yeah. your premium shoot up massively? And no. second of all, yeah, can you then, if you then had another period of time, maybe a year or two later where you're off work again, are you able to rely on the income protection, I guess, over and over again? Yeah, you can. So your premium um, shouldn't change. Um, the way these long-term insurance policies work is you you what you basically quote on day you get a quote on day one and it gives you a fixed monthly premium and you pay that premium forever that's how oh, a that's lot really of, good yeah. like, sorry to interrupt you yeah. other types of insurance generally speaking if you claim on them you'll you just get absolutely destroyed exactly yeah. your premium and it's almost not worth claiming sometimes unless it's a massive cost because yeah. your premium is going to shoot up for years and years but that's actually i didn't know that that's really interesting to know yeah so the so these are so think about yeah your car insurance is what we'd call like a short-term insurance product because it's annually renewable and every year they recalculate the premium and as you say it goes up if you've claimed with with life insurance critical illness insurance income protection insurance they are long-term insurance products so you pay a fixed premium 
um, for for many products kind of right the way throughout. There are some where the premium increases with age. There are there are some policies like that, but it is um, it is possible to get um, policies with with fixed premiums for for the full you know twenty five years if you purchased it. So so yeah, you could claim on your policy, go back to work. You then pay the same premium that you paid when you first bought the policy, yeah. and you can claim again if you need to. That sounds really good to most of you. I had no idea about any of that. So thank you for the education. <laughs> no, no, it's good. I, I will add I will add something on this. And I, I, I work in insurance, right? So I, I actually, I'm a bit of a saddo because I love all this stuff. But, um... No, that's no, great. It's great. No, <laughs> I want no one else to know about it. <laughs> um, the, you know, in this kind of, uh, in the social media, personal finance communities, we always talk about, well, you know, you, you always talk about investing and I've learned so much from you. Um and we talk about financial goals and how we make our money work harder and putting it in, you know, um, top savings accounts and various things like that. And, yeah. and absolutely, we should be doing that. But I think the thing that we always take for granted is that our income is always going to be coming in. Yeah. So all, we, yeah. all of the stuff that we do with our income is fantastic if we have an income, right? So for me... I'm really passionate about all this. Sorry, I'm like going going off on. No, 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 it's brilliant. But for this is all new to me. (laughs) But for me, I feel like you know, if you're going to have a financial plan, if you're going to be thinking about investing, where to put your money, you should really be thinking about protection insurance as well. Because for me, like income protection underpins. It's like the foundation. It makes sure that you still get your income no matter what happens, so that you can still invest and you can still do all the things you want to do and still hit hit those financial goals. I really like that. I think that's a really that would be a great definition of income protection right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bit more interesting, right, than the, than the boring insurance one. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a couple more quick questions. This one is a bit, you might know the answer to it. Okay. And obviously, sorry to put you on the spot, but do you, because I've never really talked about it. I've never heard anyone talk about it, even on like YouTube or TV. Like maybe I've just missed out on it. But do you know like what percentage of people actually have income protection? Is it alarmingly low? like a single percent, like a few percent of people have it, or is it actually a lot higher and people get it, I guess, for like employers and that sort of thing? Okay. This, was from, this was from 2017, right? Um, yeah. But it says only 4% of the UK self-employed have income protection insurance. And Bloody self-employed hell, so people low. have the biggest need for income protection insurance because, yeah. we, because we have no... So I'm self-employed, right? We have no, um, We have no employer support if we fall ill so yeah. our, our need for income protection is is huge um another figure oh okay another site said nine percent um it's actually on the up so income protection sales are on the up which is really really positive but it's still far below what it should be and i'll actually i'll give you an example right so um as i said before we all know about life insurance and sales yeah. of life insurance far exceed sales of income protection insurance because people are more aware of it but if you think about the risk, right? So the chart, the need of the, the chance of claiming and actually using these policies, right? So take a, a male who's twenty five years old. The chances of that guy falling ill for at least two months before he's sixty five is almost thirty percent. Right. But the chance of him dying before sixty five is only four percent. Right. So the risk of actually needing to claim on an income protection policy is, you know, over seven times greater. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, that's mental. Yeah, and obviously, but then people, I guess, probably maybe through like TV advertising, are more 
know more about life insurance rather than income protection, even though income protection is probably like likely to affect them more over their life. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think with, with life insurance is, is a much simpler product than income protection. And you can buy life insurance really easily yourself by going online and, and just going, you know, answering a few health questions and buying a policy. And, and as you say, there, there's lots of TV advertising around funeral plans and stuff like that. Um, with income protection, it's not it's it is harder to buy. I think really you, you do need to get advice on it um, to make sure that you get the right policy. because it's, it's, it's really quite difficult unless you, you work in the industry to know exactly the features to pick. Yeah, that makes sense. That that does make sense. One final question I had, Katie, was, is it easy to switch providers? If I sign up to legal in general, for example, mm-hmm. is it then easy to switch to another provider? Or is mm-hmm. it faff switching between different providers? Or, and is there like a fee involved in doing that? That'll be the final question. Back to fees, as always. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's a, an, another great question. Um so you can absolutely switch insurers like there's there's uh, there's nothing tying you in. Um, but the really important thing to think about with these types of products is that say you bought. OK, so say you bought your your first policy when you were 20 years old and then you decide when you're 30, you want to buy and you want to switch. You want to go to another insurer. By the time you're 30, obviously, you've got older, but your health may have changed as well. And so when you go to look at another insurer and you quote for another policy, the premium is going to be far higher than what you were paying back when you were 20. So there's really there's no real incentive to shop around like you like you would with your car insurance. Every year you go on a, uh, you know, a comparison site check what the premiums are looking like and move right you would everybody does it but with with long-term policies where you pay the same premium every single month it often doesn't make sense to move unless your kind of um personal circumstances have changed so say you've had yeah yeah. yeah, say you've had a pay rise you've changed job maybe you've started a family and you need more cover then absolutely maybe that's that's the time to think about it but yeah I always kind of have a word of caution about swapping um when you've got one of these long-term policies because you basically you don't want to get in a position right where you try to move to another insurer for, for cheaper cover but maybe your health has, has changed which means you can't then get insurance so you yeah. might have lost a really good policy you know yeah yeah i see what you're saying yeah no that's, sorry, that's brilliant. very um, detailed sorry i probably no, 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 no that's really good i want to say obviously i'll probably end the podcast there but thank you very much for coming on katie i've definitely learned a lot and i hope people have tuned in and learned a lot about income protection because I pretty much didn't know 100% of that. So I'm glad I'm now aware of it and we'll probably <laughs> actually need to try and look into it over this weekend. <laughs> um, yeah, is anything, yeah, a huge thank you for coming on, Katie, and educating us all. Is there anything you want to plug here at the end? I know, obviously, people can find you at The Penny Mix on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, no, that's 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 it really. So if you, yeah, if you, what I would say is, um, and it's probably come across in this, it's quite, it can be quite a confusing product. Um, and if you just, what I would say is, if you have any questions at all, and you're just unsure on anything, or you're thinking about getting a policy, just DM me um, at the Penny nice. Mix, as Ryan said, and I'd be happy to to help out. Um, I I love this product. I, I'm absolutely yeah user, i can but, tell you're um, passionate about it no I, I, really, really I, really, I really am and i've had you know i have quite a few messages about it and i work in the industry so i'm pretty pretty close to kind of what's going on so yeah if you if you just need any any help with this and that goes for you as well ryan when you when yeah, you this weekend <laughs> there you go then. anyone listening no excuse now not to uh, any question hopefully i asked the right questions but you if did. anyone listening if 
I didn't answer uh, ask a question that you wanted answering, then there you go. Reach out to Katie at the Penny Mix, and uh, she's the uh, expert on Instagram. <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah, kind words. Yeah. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> a huge thanks again for coming on, Katie. Thank you. Thank you.